Hello, I'm Tina Sederholm. Welcome to This Is Not Therapy, a podcast for people who like to find the marvellous in the mundane. Hello, welcome to this bonus episode made on the fly at the Edinburgh Fringe. Thanks so much for tuning into This Is Not Therapy so far. From now on, we're going to be releasing episodes fortnightly. But to keep you going, I thought I would give you a little flavour of what it's like to be at the Edinburgh Fringe. From setups to flowering and promoting, to a snippet from my show itself. Special thanks to Neil Spokes for editing this while we were melting in the hottest weather I have ever experienced in Edinburgh. And special thanks to the participants as well. Aidan Green from Stutterbug, which is on at the Banshee Labyrinth. A random cast member of the importance of being earnest, question mark, very important because there are three of those on, which is at the Pleasance Courtyard. And Eleanor O'Brien of Plan V, the joyful cult of pussy worship, which you can find at Space UK Triple X. Go and check out all their shows. They're marvellous. Oh, it's, a, it's heavy, isn't it? I know. Okay, surprisingly, that's what somebody said on the second day. They went, oh, that's my preferred burger weapon. So I've just arrived at the Banshee Labyrinth, which is my venue. Let me try and explain the Banshee Labyrinth to you. It is Edinburgh's most haunted pub. I mean, quite a few of the pubs say that, but this one has, you know, genuine ghosts. Those of us who've performed here quite a few times, too many strange things happen. But it's a sort of gothic rock pub on several different levels is you know you see somebody in the street and you and you and you have a little pitch yeah and it's like a little almost preview of the show yes. and you see how people react some people it's not going to be for yeah so you just I, I i mean i just enjoy the interactions i can see if they'll vibe with the show sometimes they won't that's fine that can be so the other day somebody took a flyer and said oh i can't see the show and i said oh well it's just a very pretty picture of my face and she looked at it and she turned and go not really and walked away <laughs> sometimes it's hard but, oh, but overall, it's just having fun with people yeah. on the street. Now, that's flying for my show. Flying for somebody else's show, no. No, much no. harder. No, much, much harder. harder. I can't sell them the way they can sell themselves. Exactly. I agree with you about those personal interactions. Yeah. Uh, and you meet someone and you go, you're definitely my tribe. Yes. I, I think so my ritual when I get to the Banshee Labyrinth is to blow the pole room a little kiss and say thank you. Uh, it's a tiny little place there are you, it seats 20 people if they're friendly um, but it was where I had my first experience of doing a full-length show and thought oh, I think I can do this I think that, I think that it's been lovely to actually get to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations with people and and see them kind of go oh okay all right I'm, I'm curious about this show and uh, and we'll see you know so far um, my, my numbers have been down and that's that's been a little bit you know challenging because I'm used to where I'm from having a following having big houses you know and here it's like it is, I feel like I've, I've come to this um, it's like the ego eradicator <laughs> So is. It's like instead of going to an ashram in India, I have to go to the Edinburgh Fringe. 
<laughs> to just have my ego eradicated, and like it's it's been incredibly humbling. Yeah. And uh, but I think it's it's good medicine, right? Like yeah. I, I'm learning about how to um, how to market this kind of show to a mainstream audience, and um, and every day I feel like I'm learning something. This is not therapy. Ha! As if we don't constantly daub that wound with pseudocreme, try to keep a plaster on it. As if every moment we don't ache to be understood, to be heard, always grasping to feel better, even when the method is suspect. Why else have one more for the road? I used to believe my parents had all the answers. But as my mother glimpses her 80s without a husband and asks me, how do I do this bit? I realize I am not the only one who makes it up as she goes along. Besieged by the longing for a story that makes sense of the world, or at least one scrawled sentence which flushes the wound, encourages the edges to knit back together. Because that is too much. That's not fair. Excuse me. Can you be quiet? We're trying to listen to a show in here. Oh, you are amazing. I can accept the barrels because we're in a pub. But the story about Islington is just pushing me too hard. Hi, Tina again. Thanks for listening to This Is Not Therapy. All the books and resources mentioned in the podcast are listed in the show notes, where you can also sign up to my monthly newsletter. If you want to book me for a talk or show, or even buy a book, please go to www.tinasetterhome.com. And finally, don't forget to subscribe! <laughs>